Welcome to Along the Way. I'm John Matarazzi, your host and fellow traveler. Thank you for joining me along my way as I try to become more like Jesus every day. This episode is going to be a little different than a normal Along the Way, because I want to take you along my way with my new job at Charisma Media in Orlando, Florida. I've been so blessed by this new chapter in my life. Along with moving to a new state and starting a new life, I needed to find a good church, and God led me to Nations Church with pastor and evangelist Daniel Kalenda, the president of Christ for All Nations. I've made a lot of friends there, and God has truly blessed me with a great church family. The thing with family is that when one member hurts, we all hurt. But also, when one member rejoices, we all rejoice. What you're going to hear in a moment is a powerful story that my friend and worship leader, Jenny Weaver, lived through with her brother, Michael. I had the opportunity to interview Jenny for the Charisma News Podcast, and a link to that video and article will be in the show notes if you want to see the video interview. I want to share this story along the way, too. You are going to be moved by this conversation, and I pray that you are blessed. I'll get to that in just a moment, but as always, I want to thank you for listening to Along the Way. I hope that you like what you hear and you subscribe. Please rate and review Along the Way on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. All of my socials and contact links are in the show notes, and you can check out all of my episodes and join my email list through my website, alongtheway.media. I would love to hear from you. I also have a Patreon page if you want to help me to continue to put out these Along the Way episodes. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, simply go to patreon.com slash along the way and select the level. The link to become a supporter is also in my show notes. And now here's my charisma news story featuring Jenny Weaver. Well, I am John Matarazzo for the Charisma News Podcast, and I am here with a special guest today. I have Jenny Weaver here in just a moment. I want to be able to share the story that she has been able to really share online uh, recently something about something amazing that has happened with her family, and we're going to dive into that in just a moment. All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future, and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen. We're back here with Jenny Weaver, and I just want to introduce Jenny right now. She is a worship leader at Nations Church. She is an author, a speaker, prophetic minister, and just an amazing, amazing woman of God. And I go to the same church as Jenny here in Orlando, and it is awesome to be able to worship together and just to see what God is doing. And a couple weeks ago, Jenny shared a prayer request, an urgent prayer request about her brother. And I want to ask Jenny to share that story because it is an amazing thing to see how God has moved. So Jenny, welcome to the Charisma News Podcast. Thank you, John, for having me. This is amazing. I'm so excited to be here with you. And I get, yes, I get to go to church with you. We get to worship every single week and we're in the choir together. So that is so amazing. And I cannot wait to really share this story. This is actually one of the first times that I'm I'm able to really sit down in hindsight and uh, tell it from this side. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, you've been sharing updates throughout this process. And it's been incredible. 
uh, just to see how God has rescued your family. And there's times where it's looked really, really bad, but God is so good. Can you tell us what happened and who this involves and just kind of take us back to the beginning? Sure. I will do my best to give as many details as I can without, you know, saying too much because my brother, I want him to be able to tell it too. But, um, it was about two weeks ago on a Thursday evening, I was on the middle of a a Facebook live. And so I kept hearing my phone, you know, give me messages and messages. And I'm like, who in the world is messaging me? Anyway, I get off the live and I go to my messenger and it is my brother Um, I'm one of seven children. And so I'm the second oldest and Michael is it's So it's my older sister, me, my little sister, and then Michael, and then all the rest of the boys. And so my brother said, I'm about to die. I don't know what to do. That was the message that I got. The next message was, please help me. And I I just want to get another chance to be with my daughters. And so that's what I saw. And so of course I said, what's going on? Where are you? What's happening? And no response. Um, he'd also sent these messages in our family chat asking for our family to please come help him that people were trying to kill him and he was going to die. Oh, wow. And so, um, we knew that he was here on just coming down for father's day here in this Lakeland area and he, he does not live here. So he was Mm. visiting his, um, his children and, he never, he never made it. Hmm. He just had, he has diabetes, type one diabetes. When his sugar gets very low, there could be extreme confusion. He's been hospitalized several times and it's been, we've almost lost him many times. And so during this, this whole thing that, that was going on, it was an incident and you know, he, his life was in jeopardy and he takes off on foot to get away from, you know, the situation and he runs into a wooded area. And when he runs into the wooded area, uh, he did have his phone, but, um, he had an altercation with some people that were actually coming against him and, um, they beat him up. They hurt him. They took his phone, took his shoes and just left him there. And so my brothers, at this point, his sugar was at a, at a critical place. And so he just starts to walk through um, these woods, trying to get away, kind of trying to hide, making sure that these people didn't come back for him. And all the while, the sugar is, is, is just, it's low. I mean, it's really, really bad. And he gets himself up on a train car. So there was a train track there and, um, there's a train that was just sitting. He gets himself up on the train car and my brother actually passes out. He just completely passes out. And, um, in this time he was coming out in and out. This is what he's telling me. He's coming in and out of it. And when he came out of it, there was a homeless person, like an older man walking by with a drink. And my brother said, Hey, please, can I have some of this drink? Cause he knew it was had sugar in it and he needed mm-hmm. it. And so he gets the sugar and, um, it was enough to really, it, honestly, it was just the right amount. So he didn't die. And, um, the train starts to take off. He passed out again. The train takes off and he ends up in Jacksonville. And, um, when he wakes up, he's, or the people actually wake him up 
they're trying to pull him out. The train, um, the train station guy, and as well as some police, they had called the security. So they were trying to wake him up. And when they, when they got to him, they realized he's in a critical state and the ambulance came and they picked him up and they rushed him to the hospital. My brother was out for so long. By the way, this is a, this is a timeline of uh, two days at this point. Uh, he was gone missing. We went missing for four days. And so they brought him to the amp, to the hospital where he had chronic kidney failure. The sugar had gotten into his kidneys, chronic kidney failure. He had all kinds of things happening to his body and they were able to revive him, to restore him and really bring him back. Um, all the while I'll tell this other side of it. My family is on the look. And so I posted, pray for my brother, he's missing. When a whole day had gone by and we had not heard from him. And it's not like him to be in another place, another city that he doesn't know, nowhere to go. He's visiting his daughters. It's almost Father's Day. Mm. And we hear nothing from him. And we heard that he was, you know, he's saying, I'm about to die. And so I put that that out there and people begin to pray. And the next the next day. Actually, that day, me and my husband, we went and started looking ourselves. Just me and my husband said, let's just go down there and let's just start looking through the streets and see maybe maybe he's around, maybe he needs a ride. I don't, we don't know what we were going to find. And we just were looking and looking and we didn't find him. And we went to a wooded area and we were looking. I have video footage of me looking. Right. I got in the car and my husband was just crying so bad. John, it was, it was so, such a, uh, um, a deep hurt in us where my brother's little, he's like a hundred pounds. And, um, with this type one diabetes, we thought this is not the neighborhood. It was in one of the worst neighborhoods that you could go to. We watch people come out with guns. We watch drug deals happen on the streets right in front of us as we're going into dangerous places saying, have you seen my brother? When we were walking up to this place, these places, we were thinking they could easily take our lives like that. We've seen oh, wow. stuff now. We're in this area. I mean, it was it was so bad. Nobody saw me. Went home. We woke up the next day. We called hospitals. We we looked, and we ended up getting a search party of fifty people on the third day. Around fifty people came from all over, mainly from our nation's church. Daniel Kalenda had asked for this search party, and the people came. Mm-hmm. And, um, we passed out flyers. We looked everywhere. You could hear my brother's name being yelled out from the streets. People were saying, Michael, Michael. And, uh, we prayed and we just commanded death to let him go. We commanded every demon to loose its hold on my brother. And we went home on that third day. And I'll tell you from my, my own personal journey with this on day three, I was really weary. I mean, I, yeah. I sat in that bed and I cried so hard. And I said, he's not had uh, his insulin in three days. He's not gone a day without it since he was 12 years old. And so I, we, it looked bad. None of the hospitals had seen him. And, and so we were just, we'd hired a private investigator. We were about to hire a dog search team to come out and search the woods for my brother. And, um, I get a, a call on the fourth day from my mother and my mother says, Jenny, stay calm. Hmm. And of course, in a moment like this, you're going, okay, is this the bad news or is this the good news? And she says, it's good news. Michael just called me. He's in a hospital in Jacksonville. He's been found. And I tell you, I, I screamed. I, I couldn't even 
have the conversation. I didn't even know how to hold the phone at that moment. I was shaking. My whole family was there. What's going on? What's going on? We found him. And, um, but yeah, we ended up getting him. He's actually here with me now. Mm-hmm. He's in our home. He, um, he had a recovery time of hospitalization and all of that stuff. And then after about a week or so, he got out and he ended, he wanted to come to church with us. And he came to church last Sunday and Daniel Kalinda prayed with him and laid hands on him and, uh, prayed for the diabetes. And my brother received Jesus into his heart. He surrendered his life. And since that time, my brother and I have been sitting out there in that kitchen every day, reading the Bible, worshiping God together. He's just so excited about this new life that God has for him. And it's just so much hope has arisen in our family. Amen. Amen. I, I love that I've been able to see kind of the progression of this story and the different posts that you're putting out there that you were putting out there and just seeing like there is a God who hears our prayer and he answers. And that is so amazing to be able to see the picture that you posted this last Sunday of your brother dedicating his life to the Lord and to see just some of the things that you've been sharing recently and that to know that he's been reading the Bible with you. I mean, yeah. God can truly change somebody's life totally yeah. around. And I, I remember you telling me earlier that you actually had people calling you that were receiving dreams or words from the Lord about where to look. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Well, some of it was good and some of it was not good. And so that's right. a lesson that I learned from that is that some people are not hearing from the Lord and some people were, and there was a prophet on the first day that me and my husband went out to uh, Lakeland while we were driving around, I got a text message and a prophet, his name is Jacob Biswell. He said, I was praying for your brother. I saw your brother in the wooded area and he was kind of leaning up against a tree and He basically said, I don't want to alarm you, but he needs medical attention right away. This was the actual day that that was actually happening. And we didn't know to go in which woods they were, you know, where that he was by the railroad track. Because even though we drove by it many times, we didn't know to go in there. And um, this prophet gave us that word. And not only did he release the word, but he says, and so I speak to the spirit of death and I command the spirit of death to be rolled back off of his life. And so when I read that, I got chills, even though I didn't want to hear that, that was, that, that was the case. I thought maybe he just found some friends and he's just doing his thing. And he want to hear that he needed medical attention and we couldn't get to him. But we began to pray in the car and we began to just say, in the name of Jesus, Lord, send your angels to him, save his life, protect him. And I believe that the word of God says the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And when the righteous begin to pray and we begin to stand firm on the word, I believe that spirit of death had to be pushed back off of his life. And that is the reason why he's alive today. God saved him and rescued him. Amen. Amen. And Jenny, can you take me to that phone call again where your mother called you and said, this is, uh, uh, <laughs> calm down, or I forget exactly what you said, but what was going on in your mind at that time? And how, like, when you heard that, how, how was the relief that you felt? Well, we get, when you get a call from your mother, <laughs> every call, your heart starts racing. Every text message, 
I even put out a post like, guys, if it's not super important, please don't text me because we're always thinking when we hear that ding, maybe that's him. Maybe Mm. someone found him. Maybe it's good news. Maybe it's bad news. You know, we didn't know. And so when she said, I could tell in her voice, something was different. And she said, Jenny, stay calm. And I was like, what, what happened? That was my response to her because I'm like, I cannot take any more. This has been the worst four days I think of my life. And I've actually been on the streets and this was worse than that. Uh, And she said, it's good news. I just talked to Michael and I was just like, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. I mean, I was shouting. Everybody in the house knew without really even hearing the update that he had been found. My husband was standing there and it was really emotional. My friend Victoria was here, my daughter. And, um, she said, I just talked to him. He's in the hospital. He had no phone. He had no, he didn't remember any numbers. Of course, we don't remember numbers nowadays. And, um, he ended up, she said, he ended up going into it, calling his, his voicemail. And he thought, if I could get to the voicemail, remember the code, I'll be able to hear a number. And he said the first number that he heard was my mother's number. She left, you know, it says you received a call from and left the number. And so he called that and, and let he notified my mother, I'm fine. I'm in the hospital. And he, he shared what happened. And in his words, he said, this is something that has really changed me. This is really, this is a wake up call. This is what I needed. I'll never be the same after this. So in those, now that you're having Bible studies with your brother, what is going on in that? Can you, what can you share from those? You know, it's really amazing. Um, just having my brother reading the word when I get up, he's already sitting down. I get up early. <laughs> he's already sitting at the, uh, the little place in our, our breakfast nook where we read the Bible. He has his Bible. We, we gifted him a, a men's study Bible. I have mine. He's already out there reading and he'll say, you know, the Lord showed me this today or I opened the Bible and he's, he's basically opening the Bible because this is what my mother told us when we were young. If you open up, the Lord will speak to you. So he's doing that. And um, God has really been using the word to speak to him and to restore who he is. Listening to worship music. He loves worship music. He raps. He He's really into music. And so right now he's listening to music, uh, worship music. As we're doing this interview, he's listening to never would have made it through, never would have made it without you. So just getting to see wow. that and him asking questions about the word, asking me questions like, what does that mean? What does this mean? And it's just it's just like a fresh new beginning and to see somebody so excited about the Lord. Well, you know, when you first get saved, you get excited to see that it's been really refreshing for myself, my husband, Cameron, my daughter, just everybody just looking at his life. And it's, it's an amazing, incredible journey. Amen. Amen. Jenny, I don't want to miss this opportunity. You know, there's so many people that are listening or watching right now that, they have a family member that is far from the Lord, or maybe they're missing too, you know, and could you just pray for people right now that are going through the, they don't know where a family member is. They don't know whether they're with the Lord or, you know, just physically missing, whatever that might be. You're, you're now from a place where you're, you're able to speak from a place where God has brought you through something. And can you pray to help other people come through that same 
that same type of situation. Absolutely. Just stretch your hands towards the camera. If you are believing for a family member, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that your word remains true. No matter what we walk through, no matter how bad it seems, no matter how it looks on the outside, God, we know that your word says that you'll work all things out for our good because you love us. So I just decree and declare that families are being restored right now where there has been a offense and unforgiveness, where there has been drug addiction, where there has been sin, where there has just been the enemy coming in to wreak havoc on families. In the name of Jesus, we say break right now. We command every devil to go and we lose the power of the risen Savior. We thank you, Holy Ghost, that you would convict hearts right now, that you would call them back home, that you would draw them back in in Jesus' mighty name, God. Heal, set free, and deliver by your spirit this day. We thank you, God, that hope is arising. Faith is arising where it looks hopeless, where you've started to get weary. I prophesy to you today, strength is coming to you. Mama, you can wipe those tears away. Father, you can wipe those tears away. In the name of Jesus, we say prodigals come home this day in Jesus' mighty name. And God, we thank you that when they get home, Father, that you would give us a loving heart, a gentle and kind spirit, a forgiving spirit, God, that we would know what to say and what to do to continue their journey in the Lord in Jesus' mighty name we pray amen and amen 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 thank you jenny jenny how can people find out more about you okay probably social media my favorite <laughs> i am on all social media outlets our platforms just go to jenny weaver worships that's in youtube instagram facebook and then my website is jennyweaverworships.com where you can get involved with all my classes, my shop, you know, the whole thing's there. So yeah. that's how you can do it. Amen. Amen. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for sharing this story with our audience here. And I just appreciate just how God is using you at Nations Church and, and everything that God is doing with you. And just to, to see where God is taking your brother and just to be able to share that story. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody. I hope that you really enjoyed that powerful testimony with Jenny Weaver and her brother, Michael. It is amazing to see how God can change one person's life so drastically. If you want to know more about Jenny Weaver, I'll be putting her information in the show notes. And I hope that one day soon, I'll get to do a full episode with her story. And that's pretty powerful as well. I can't wait to share that with you. Thank you for listening to Along the Way. If you've enjoyed joining me along my way, please share this with a friend who you think will be encouraged by this podcast. Also, please rate and review Along the Way on iTunes. That helps more people discover Along the Way. And subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and at my website, alongtheway.media. I hope that you've enjoyed this part of my journey. And may you realize when Jesus is walking with you along your way. Along the Way is honored to be part of the Charisma Podcast Network. You can find tons of spirit-filled content from their vast catalog of podcasts, including my Monday through Friday news stories for the Charisma News Podcast, like you just heard. Go to cpnshows.com to see the full list and latest episodes.